Hey guys, welcome back to Real Time Crime. I'm Hannah. And I'm Jedi. And today we are doing our second episode on missing persons cases for our category for the month of November. And today we're talking about Samantha Hopper. Hi everyone. So today we are talking about Samantha Hopper. She was from Russellville, Arkansas. And at the time of her disappearance, she was about 19 years old. She was reported missing on September 11th of 1998. She had recently left work and dropped off her oldest daughter, who was about two or three at the time, with her grandmother, and then was going to drop off her younger daughter, about 22 months old, with the father so that she could go meet up with a friend and head to a concert. Russellville, Arkansas is about an hour and a half northwest of Little Rock. And so she was going to go meet up with a friend and head out to a concert out there. And between leaving the grandma's house and dropping off the oldest daughter and going to go meet up with the friend, she disappeared. So she had told her mother that she to expect her back like the next day because it was a it was a concert later in the night obviously and you know they were driving a ways away so at the time of her disappearance not only did she have a daughter who was about two or three and then a 22 month old but she was also nine months pregnant how do you know know. how far away her due date was from when she went missing i'm not sure but i you know nine months pregnant she was very pregnant right yeah she's expecting to have a baby very soon and become a mother of three at such a young age too incredible and so she had just left work too you know so she you know she's she's working she's taking care of her kids and all that she's She's still working at nine months pregnant nine months kudos to this woman (laughs) yeah right yeah she was living with her mom and she was doing working her job and taking care of her kids and and just was trying to go out and have a good night. So like we said, this case went cold for 23 years. This whole time, they they didn't really know what happened to her. She had a check at work that she didn't pick up. So it's not like she ran away because why wouldn't she grab that last check? Also, she left one daughter but took the other. You know, that just doesn't make sense. So it didn't really seem like any foul play was involved really either or that she ran away. It just seemed like there was some sort of tragic accident that happened. We're talking the middle of the night in not the most populated area. You know, you just don't know some, you know, something could happen and no one saw anything. So many things can happen, especially in, like you said, late at night and in a random rural area, like literally anything can happen. Exactly. So the next day, you know, she's reported missing by her mother And um, so all they had for 23 years was that they were looking for this woman with her 22-month-old child whose name was Courtney. They were last seen driving a blue Ford Tempo, which is kind of like just a four-door small car. Um, And that was it. And that she never met up with the friend that she was supposed to meet up with. So over the, the course of the 23 years, the oldest daughter you know, she stayed in contact with the police and kept helping them. Um, Samantha's mother stayed in contact with the police and was helping as well and just doing whatever they could to find her. They didn't, again, they didn't have much information to go off of. She just disappeared. So a group called Adventurers with a Purpose or Adventurers with Purpose 
was founded in order to help solve cold cases. It's a non-for-profit group and they rely on, you know, the information from the police, information from the news, people sending in tips to their Facebook page. So this group had gone out to this area in Arkansas back in February of this year and had done a, a search of a lake out there. They had received a tip that possibly there was a car in the water, someone had driven by or something like that, and they just, they couldn't tell. So it seemed interesting enough that this group went out there and checked it out, and they didn't find anything in that particular area of the lake. They decided to come back in October of this year. And so this group goes out, the Adventures with Purpose, they joined up with a group of divers called the Chaos Divers. Again, just a, a volunteering organization kind of thing that helps solve cases like this. Um, and then a couple of her, of Samantha's friends and family that were still in the area. So these this group of people go to um, this lake. They had narrowed it down based on events of the day and, um, they had tried to figure out what route she might have been taking along the way to go from that house to her friend's house. You know, maybe she had gone back to work to go get the check and something happened on the way there. They're trying to figure out that. So they had kind of narrowed it down to this one stretch of road and particularly um, this lake. So this group of the adventurers, the divers, and some friends and family go to this lake to go search for her and, and really specifically for the car that they'd last seen. So this lake is quite substantial in size. So the group of divers and, and the adventurers with purpose had split up to, um, you know, just start in different areas and, and kind of meet towards the middle. And um, they started at about 9 a.m. And around 10 a.m., they found a car and they, you know, they just had a feeling. I had watched a video that they had posted on YouTube that night. So this group of Adventures with Purpose are very proactive in getting the information out there so that not only does the public have it, but also that the news sources, specifically in the local areas that they're working in, have accurate information to report on. Um, so that's why they have like their YouTube channel and all that stuff. So I watched a YouTube video from that night where the, the three, I guess, like main guys of the groups um, were, were recounting the events and, you know, okay, we started on this end and this end and we met in the middle. So the guy who found like had spotted the car, he said he just knew in it, like he just felt it, that that was the car. He said it was very obvious that it was a very old car. It had been there for a long time. It was covered in soot. It was just kind of like, what else could it be? So he called and the other set of the group came over and they got the divers and one guy went down to dive down, to check the car. And he said there was no license plate on, no license plate on it, which was something that we knew. And, uh, he identified the color and he was able to identify the make and model. So, um, you know, by the time they were able to say, okay, we think we found the car and called 911, it was about like 12, 15, 12, 30. The police get there and uh, a local towing company came out, a local crane service came out 
and they got the car out of the water. It was only about in like an eight foot deep area of this lake. But it was still deep enough for it to be like all the way down hidden. Yeah, it sounds like it was kind of under a bridge-ish too. Like it, it was just perfectly out of sight for 23 years. So these services come out and they remove the car. And once they got the car up onto the road, they were able to confirm that there were two sets of remains inside the car. So the remains have been sent out to the lab in order to get DNA testing. They took uh, samples from the surviving grandmother and oldest daughter. Um, so that they were, were waiting for the results, but they found the remains on October 26th of this year. So less than a month ago. Yeah. From the day that this episode will be aired. Yeah. That is so insane. After 23 years, no one saw anything and it literally took this long. This case is like only seven months younger than us. That is so insane. Yeah. Holy cow. This woman, she, you know, she, she is very vocal and, you know, my heart goes out to her. I can't even imagine losing your mother and two siblings in one go For and sure. not knowing what happened. So she only remembers her mom from photos and, and memories that she hears from her family. She was so little when she went missing in the first place. Yeah. Um, do you happen to know like in what condition her remains were found after 23 years of being in the water? None of the police reports said anything yet about what condition the remains were in, just that they were remains. But I did find an academic article that did a study, but basically said that at that at 23 years of being in the water, it's pretty much just bones at that point. Maybe there's some soft tissue depending on um, whether it was fresh or salt water, whether it's hot or cold temperatures, things of that nature, if bacteria is going to grow. Um, but we're talking about Arkansas, which is like level with Texas to give a good picture. And it's 23 years, you know? So yeah, I feel like even, even two years would have been like just bones, especially yeah. in the water. I, you know, when we talked about Jelani, his, it just, I feel like everything decomposes so much quicker in the water. The, there was like a rule of thumb I kept coming across, which was a body one week decomposing on the surface. So like on ground in a house, you know, whatever is equal to two weeks in the water. Yeah. So water. all I can think about is like, you know, when you shower for too long or like you're in the pool you for too pruny. long. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's that only, is... it only takes like 20, 30 minutes of that to happen. Imagine years and years and years of just being stuck in the water right because this case is kind of shut and close in the sense of the big takeaway you know this just seems to be more of a, a tragic accident rather than something that happened and we can't sit here and tell you you know don't drive at nine months pregnant with your kid you know you gotta do what you gotta do um yeah but what we really want to highlight is the importance of people and non-for-profit orgs like um, Adventurers with Purpose. And like I said, they're non non-for-profit and they've been solving cold cases since 2019. And since they've already solved 16 missing persons cold cases, which I think is awesome. And they basically just run on 
donations and they sell merch and all this cool stuff. So I know they're not the only ones, but we do want to highlight them in this episode. And, you know, as always, just keep supporting um, people like them. Hopefully one, one day we can also help solve a cold case and which is ultimately our goal. Um, but we really do want to highlight the importance of orgs like these. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us again. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Like our Facebook page. And we will be back December 2nd with a new episode and a new 